Hello, and welcome to the premiere of the Master of Miles and Points podcast. My name is Lori, and before I begin, I want to share with you some brief background information. How did I get involved in the points and miles trade? Well, I've been involved since May 2011 when I was living and working in South Korea. True story. As an ESL teacher, still am, but in New Jersey, and I realized that if I wanted to travel as much as I was while in Asia Pacific, I needed to come up with a creative strategy for leveraging my good credit score. The first card that I applied for? Chase's United Mileage Plus credit card, where the bonus was 50,000 miles after the first purchase, along with the annual fee being waived for the first year. I was able to secure round-trip tickets to LA twice, each for $11.20 in taxes. In hindsight, it wasn't the best redemption for those miles, but they certainly came in handy. Traveling on an ESL teacher's salary certainly isn't easy, but travel hacking has made it entirely possible. Come join me on this exciting venture. In today's episode, I want to share how to get started in this quest. There are four easy steps to follow. 1. Ensure that your credit score is over 700, have no toxic debt, and that you pay your balances in full every month. Otherwise, the miles and points you earn will be negated by the interest accrued. 2. Stay organized. I use a simple spreadsheet that allows me to keep track of the credit cards I sign up for, when I send up for them, the bonuses received, when and if they were canceled, and if those points or miles can be transferred to another brand, for example, Hyatt to Southwest. It's essential to time the applications to when you know major expenses are coming due. If your house insurance is due in December, for instance, apply for a lucrative credit card bonus to kill two birds with one hard pull on your credit. 3. Have a plan. Where do you want to travel? Domestically or internationally? Luxury or basic accommodations? What airports or alliances are the most convenient to you? If you live in the New York City area, for example, American and United have hubs at the major airports, so getting those credit cards that are co-branded would be a wise decision. Four, take your time. I suggest trying one credit card and seeing how comfortable you feel spending whatever amount of money you need to spend in order to capture the bonus points. There is no rush. You don't need and shouldn't apply to different credit cards at once when you're first starting out. However, I will suggest you to apply for the Chase credit cards first as Chase is getting stricter in terms of the number of credit cards you, ha you have within a two-year period. At this point, you're probably wondering, what expenses can I put on my credit card? Imagine that cash just became extinct. Thus, your credit card reigns supreme. Rent, mortgage payments, as long as there is no fee, utilities, gas for your car, house, renter's insurance, car insurance, groceries, car payments, as long as there is no fee, real estate taxes, again, as long as there is no fee, life insurance premiums, health insurance premiums, gym memberships, any subscription-based service, literally, any expense that you can imagine, pay for it with your credit card. Next, create a line-by-line -line itemization as to what you spend on your credit card every month, both fixed and flex spending. Very quickly, you will see just how much all of your daily expenses add up. And before you know it, it becomes clear that spending $1,000 a month is fairly normal when it comes to the above expenses. As they say, it's a win-win. In the next episode, I'll share how you can have a weekend getaway for two in Cancun for less than $23 total. If you have any comments or questions, please email me at masterofpointsandmiles at gmail.com.